0: Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Namers. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, podcasts, articles, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. Lots of things to get to. We're going to cover what all happened over the weekend as there's a lot of things going off in Razorback world. We'll get into all of that. But, of course, we have to start with the Arkansas basketball game against the Ole Miss Rebels at Bud Walton Arena at noon on Saturday. 74-73, Arkansas gets the much-needed victory. After on a six-game losing streak, it comes to an end, thanks in large part to a great last-second basket by Jalen Harris. He's able to get it to go, then some great defensive effort on the other side of the floor with nearly five seconds left to go. It secures the Arkansas victory. Luckily, Arkansas decided to go with Mason Jones as he had 22 points, 6 of 8 from three-point land. He was really the bread and butter of Arkansas' success. Daniel Gafford adds in 17, 7 of 9 shooting, so a great day for him as well. Only two rebounds, which is crazy to think about. Arkansas, just in looking at total rebounds, only had 21 rebounds, but that's what how it goes sometimes in these games. But as much as I'd like to spend time talking about that and about that game, because it was a great game, but let's be honest, folks, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, that the season is essentially a wash now for the Razorback basketball team. They're not going to the NIT unless something crazy happens. They're not going to the NCAA tournament unless they just win the SEC tournament, which is not going to happen. So it's essentially just, all right, we'll just play play for pride, I guess, at the end of the season. But the real discussion that I wanted to start with today was about the 25th anniversary celebration of the national championship that happened on Saturday. Now, those of you who went to the game, knows that it wasn't the most attended game of all time. I still think the scanned attendance is bullcrap because it said that only 9,900 people were there for scanned attendance, and it was not that at all. It was much, much larger than that. And I'm starting to realize that the scanned attendance is not a a real thing. That's not something you can really point at. But it was a solid crowd nonetheless. And I know that there were some things going on on Friday night, dealing with the celebration with the 25th anniversary with a lot of the players. And there was a, uh, an event before the game started. But I got to tell you, folks, I was really underwhelmed and a little disappointed with the celebration that happened at halftime. Uh, it, w- it seemed clunky. It-, it didn't have, of course, all the players that you need to have out there. It didn't have Corliss or Scotty. Obviously, both of those guys are coaching. Um, it didn't have the same pomp and circumstance. There was no crazy great videos or highlights. I mean, there just really wasn't wasn't really anything that to write home about dealing with that celebration and Nolan Richardson of course was introduced and the crowd went nuts for him. He got on the microphone and talked about how he much appreciates everybody and his players and his fans and and that's you know we got to make sure we get this win get out there and get loud for the Razorbacks yada 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 and that was really it. The throwback uniforms were awesome that they were uh, the team was wearing from 1994 which they would make those permanent they look slick so that was cool. Um, the slobber hog that they kept throwing around it. Listen, I, I'm a big fan of the slobber hog. I feel like it should be on the court. It should be, it should be on the court. But I think the disconnect that a lot of people had, and at least in the administration with the slobber hog, when obviously Hunter Juracek's trying to mend some t- uh, ties that people felt were broken under Jeff Long. So he's trying to do some small things to get kind of the old school people back into it i appreciate the effort on the sober hog but here's the thing about the sober hog folks the sober hog was only on the court that logo was not on shirts and on hats and on flags and used as an official logo on the scoreboard or anything that's not what the sober hog was sober hog was just what was on the court and that's what people wanted the hog running through the a was that logo that was used for that and I think you probably could have found ways to use that hog running through the A, which would have made people pretty satisfied with that. I think there were other th- few things that you could have done. But the sober hog is really about what's on the middle of the court. That if you're ranking priority on what needs to go on the court, the slobber hog is secondary compared to Nolan Richardson's name being on the court. This was something that a lot of people have been wanting for for a very long time. Myself included. This is something that only feels right. This is something that his own players have wanted. Kareem Reed, a former player who was at the celebration, wore a shirt, a t-shirt, that just said, name the court after Nolan on it. Very simple and direct message to the administration. I'm telling you right now that the court is never going to be named after Nolan. It's sad, but it's true. It's never going to be named after him. It has been named after him now and won't be ever named after him because there's still some people who fear very strongly in the administration as far as the suing of the University of Arkansas that Nolan Richardson tried to pull off, and some people, of course, on the Board of Trustees and big donors and whatnot still remember that. Whether it's right, whether it's wrong, that's why I believe it's never going to happen for Arkansas and Nolan Richardson to get the name on the court. He deserves it. It should happen. It should have happened a long time ago, but it's never going to happen. And I just feel bad for Hunter check at least in that regard, because it's like, I know that he would want to do that. I don't think it's because he's saying no it has nothing to do with him. It has to do with the people around him and the decisions that they make. But I see all these things and I saw that it that really made the ceremony pretty lame and underwhelming. Anytime you can really celebrate the national championship, especially on its 25th anniversary, it's always important. It's always important to remember where you came from because I've said that many times. I had people tweeting at me how It's about time we stop celebrating and stop remembering the national championship because it was so long ago. I think that's really stupid when you say that because if you don't continue to remind fans and people around you and other teams and all of that what greatness you had, then you're never going to be able to remind people now trying to come into the program and trying to build up into the program and remind them of what greatness you can achieve at a place like Arkansas. That's how I've always felt about it. But... As far as just the things that go along with that and the things that people have hoped that your check in the administration would do to try to fix a lot of the issues and a lack thereof of the issues at least of problems that they've had so far since Jeff Long took over, since Frank Burles had left. You know, you talk about cosmetic stuff like the slobber hog being on the court. I mean, that's, I'll never understand that. Why not put the slobber hog on the court? Seriously. Seriously. So many people want it. Are you making money off having that logo that's on the court now? No. But it's almost like people do it in spite. It's like, oh, we did some studies. And if you have this brand, a logo on the court, that that you need to be about branding. I don't give a rip about that. Give what the fans want. That's what the the Razorback fans want. Same thing with the Nolan Richardson name on the court. Whoever ha- has these issues, they need to they need to bury them. They need to get over them. Because it's so wrong that so many fans and so many people want this to happen and it's not happening because of some powers that be. It's wrong. Listen, I know what Nolan Richardson did. I know of how it upset and hurt a lot of people and he, that he sued the University of Arkansas. I understand that. I also understand a little bit where Nolan Richardson was coming from in this situation. It was a mess. But the ties were mended. Everything was forgiven. He was honored. It's time to move on from all of that. That court, that arena would not exist without Nolan Richardson. Wouldn't even be close. And you have zero things to honor him for it. No statues, no street names, nothing. You have some pictures up. But That's it It's a shame It really is But I just don't think It's ever going to change If it hasn't happened now It will never happen And Hunter Yurichek And the administration Miss out on a golden opportunity To try to make the fans And give them the fan service That they've wanted To deal with no one. And I just wish that I don't know I just wish that Somebody That was in power Could be able to just deliver Some of the things That fans want you know, just just for, the, you don't always have to agree with the fans. You don't always have to do what every single fan wants. But there are just some things where it just makes too much sense. <laughs> like the court. Change up the court. Put the slobber hog on it. And put Nolanderson's name on the court. Boom. Done. Think about how much better that would make fans feel. How much happier they'd be. Like those are just the small cosmetic things that you can do. And the student attendance was pathetic. Pathetic at that game. It's been pathetic all year. And I know the team hasn't been great, but it's been pathetic. And I think the university is doing a poor job of trying to get the their own school, their own university, their own student body involved on athletics. I mean, I get that everyone's coming after me when I tweeted about this, saying, well, the team sucks. What do you expect? Yeah, I know. I'm not expecting a full house. But even when the team's bad and 25% of the students are showing up, if that, that's more than just a student body problem not wanting to show up. That's that's a university. That's a marketing department. That's that's a problem that they have. They got to figure that out. But it just seems like there's still such a disconnect with with so many fans in the administration and the powers that be. There's just, like, you felt like it's it was trying to go in the right direction, but they're still not all on the same page. And it's frustrating for fans who... Love the university and we're really happy when Jeff Long was let go because of that disconnect. They thought that they could rebuild the bridges that were burned and you haven't seen it yet. I don't know what actual power Hunter Yurichek has in some of this. I honestly don't. We all don't know the behind the scenes things that are going on to try to maneuver manipulate or change any of these things that are trying to happen. We don't know any of that stuff. But what I do know is that the the fans continue to get left out. Left out of the equation. And the university is doing a poor job as a whole of trying to give reasons, give hope, and to give life to the fan base. They are failing at that. Winning cures all, and I know that. Winning is the easiest way to get people to attend games, to get people to get excited, to get people to give donations, to get every, it's all, duh, It's of course it's that. But you're not always going to win, and you're not always going to win at a high level. And honestly, there was a lot of times where Arkansas didn't win at a high level, but they never had to worry about the fans being disconnected from the program. They felt like they were still in it. They felt like they still had a say in it, because an athletic director like Frank Broyles, a lot of the times, they had the same expectations and had the same feelings about things that fans did. So they never had to worry about him not making the right decision or waiting too long or having some disconnect. You felt like that under Jeff Long that the fans had no power. And I'm hoping that Hunter Jurczyk in the administration now does a better job of that. But I'm telling you right now, folks, that after seeing that 94 celebration, I was really disappointed and really bummed. I was not impressed. I was not a fan of it. You had to celebrate, and I'm glad they celebrated it, but it should have been done better. A lot of things should be done better in the athletic department just for the cosmetics. I mean, again, it's all about winning. But the rest of the stuff that comes along with it, some of the stuff that made Arkansas so special is gone. And I sincerely hope that it gets back to that at some point. But right now, I don't have much faith in it. Arkansas got the victory. Arkansas got to celebrate. Arkansas got to see the 25th anniversary of the national championship in 1994, but they didn't get to see what they really wanted. Now, was honoring the man who got them that national championship in the right and correct way? And unfortunately for the fans, I don't think they'll ever get it. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I know we talked a lot about the celebration that happened on Saturday, but the game itself between Arkansas and Ole Miss was a great one. And, you know, I should say it's a great. it was a great ending. I don't know if it was a great game, but it was a great ending. And I, I don't know. Maybe I just am so oblivious to officiating when it comes to sports. I, I know that I do a show with Tommy Craft, and you guys know that if you ever listen to that show, he's an official. He stands up for the officials. He defends the officials. And in a lot of cases, I do appreciate that because he knows the rules of a lot of these games and a lot of the calls that they make more than I do. And so I appreciate his input on these things. But when I was watching that game on Saturday, it was pathetic. It was pathetic officiating. And I don't, again, I don't know all the plays. I don't know all the calls. I don't know what they're looking for, but it's inconsistent. And I've always felt like, and this has been, kind of been my thing, I've always felt like officiating should be adjusted to the teams, not the teams adjusted to the officiating. Now, there are certain things that you have to do, obviously, for football, for instance. You have to have the officials crack down on helmet-to-helmet hits and all that, not them adjust to the helmet to Like There's stuff like that that makes sense, trying to keep players safe, trying to keep them from getting hurt, and that makes sense. But as far as like the, the foul calls... And the inconsistent calls, and how one call is a clear foul but it doesn't get called, but then the next one is not a foul call but they call it anyway. Just the inconsistencies is what really bothers me. And I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm texting a few people and they're like, hey, it's just like, I mean, just like players, you don't have as good of officials in certain games and the best officials get saved for the best games. Okay, that's fine, but. If you're going to officiate a game or if you're going to have a game that people can at least watch and enjoy, I think the officials, again, need to adjust to what the teams are doing in that particular game. You don't want it to get out of hand, and maybe I'm not making sense here, but I'm just saying there needs to be a balance. Like, if you have two teams going at it that are playing physical and aggressive, you don't want it to get out of hand, but at the same time, I feel like the officials should say, all right, this is the type of game it's going to be, so... Let's let the style and the flow of the game go accordingly, and we'll see who, who's the best one to play. I mean, that's the way I feel like it should be. It's about entertainment, and I'm not. You can't watch a basketball game like you did on Saturday, and was not even that many foul calls comparatively speaking. Arkansas had fifteen fouls called on them. Ole Miss had eighteen, so it's not really that much. He was under forty. It's thirty-three. I mean, that's not bad. It, but it wasn't the amount of foul calls. It was just the the weird foul calls. It's like what, how? And then the out-of-bounds stuff that they can't get right. I mean, there's just, I'm not saying that they have to get it perfect. No one's perfect. The fishing's not perfect. It never will be, and that's fine. But it just makes it so unwatchable sometimes. And I just wish instead of making bad calls or trying to make so many judgment calls, try to take it out of the officials' hands as much as possible. Let the fouls go a little easier, a little more common, you know? Let them be called a little more common. Let's let's just go along with that. And don't worry about the rest of this crap because it's not working, and it's not enjoyable, and it's not fun. It's not basketball. I just wish that we could find some way, some balance in the SEC and across the board and all of college basketball to fix this. But I don't think we ever will. I mean, how many calls, just you as Razorback fans, how many calls have you seen this year that you watch, and you're like, what the crap was that? Ask any of these other SEC teams. They felt like they've gotten screwed in some calls. It's like, what the crap? What is this? How do you call that? And it's it's all people are always going to be on officials, but it's you can't sit there and tell me it hasn't gotten worse. It's gotten worse, man. And I just get tired of the excuses. And I get tired of watching college basketball be so abysmal. So instead of giving the officials so much, like there's got to be a solution. I don't care what anyone says. There's got to be a solution. Okay, If you're having problems with these calls, get more officials on the court. If that's going to help, get more officials on the court. Or don't make it so complicated in the calls that they have to make. Take it out of their hands as much as possible. Why not do that? You can't tell me that the way that officiating is going right now is perfectly fine the way it is. And it's getting better. Because it's not. It's not. I understand that fans are going to be upset when calls go against their teams. And and that's just how it's always going to be. But even if you're an objective person watching games. Like I've watched SEC games where I have no care on who wins. I, I, I don't care. But I see constant no calls and constant blown calls. Where I just scratch my head. And I'm wondering what the crap are we doing here? What are we trying to accomplish here? Are we trying to accomplish and make the game better? More entertaining? Or are we trying to police it? We're trying to fit it into our little mold that we want it to be. Make college basketball fun. Make it enjoyable for the fans. Stoppages of play is the worst way to keep it going. And the the, the amount of just blown calls is, is an alarming rate. I hope it gets fixed. Again. I can't stress it. I know it's never going to be perfect. The reps are never going to be perfect. It's an imperfect game played by humans. And as long as humans are in it, human error will always be apparent. No matter who it is or what they're doing, it's always going to be there. My hope is that we can all just come to some sort of balance of making the game entertaining and enjoyable for the fans to watch, making the game enjoyable entertainment, and being able to have players and teams play the game of basketball that they're trying to play and that everybody feel good about it because right now game in and game out week in and week out we're getting served a lot of bull crap and it's really disappointing because we all know that college basketball is really fun to watch but I don't know one person that ever says it's fun to watch when the officials make a bunch of calls right or wrong that's how I feel Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me at Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And We will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We will see you then.